You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode number eight. What's up, cowgirls? Really quick before we get into today's show, I have a favor to ask you. If you could just take a moment to pause this episode and pretty, pretty please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's seriously the absolute best way to show your support for this show, and it allows me to keep pouring out free content for you guys twice a week. I appreciate you so, so much. All right, now let's get into the show. Today's episode is going to be super fun because I'm going to tell you all about the things that I have learned since getting engaged and having to plan a wedding. These are some huge tips for brides and grooms who may also be planning their dream wedding right now. And I know this is primarily a business podcast, but I couldn't help but throw in a little wedding glam in here for you guys since it's literally what is taking up most of my headspace these days. And if you're a wedding photographer, this episode will actually probably benefit you pretty well because you can use some of these tips to throw out to your brides and grooms in the future. So there is a little something for everybody and I think it's going to be pretty fun. So without further ado, here are the tips. Hey girl, have you ever tried the old apple cider vinegar trick to lose weight or just get healthy? If you have, then you know how absolutely horrible it is. Like it tastes real bad. But at the same time, it's so freaking good for you. Why can't there just be a solution to this problem? Well, there actually is. It's called Goalie Nutrition and they have created the world's first apple cider vinegar gummy. I'm talking all the benefits of traditional apple cider vinegar in a tiny little chewy gummy. From healthy digestion to weight management, boosting your immune system, heart health, improving energy, and more, this gummy seriously packs a punch. And the absolute best part, they taste amazing. Like, no joke, I could probably eat the whole bottle in one sitting. I totally won't, but I probably could. Two gummies are equivalent to one shot of apple cider vinegar. The gummies are also gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, unfiltered, and gelatin-free. If you would like to start getting yourself healthy again and try these amazing gummies, then you can get 5% off your order when you go to go.goalie.com slash sarahspackman or go to goalie.com dot com and use the promo code Sarah Spackman. That's S-A-R-A-H-S-P-A-C-K-M-A-N, all one word. For those of you who don't know the full story, I got engaged in September 2020 at one of my favorite places, my parents' little property in, in Northern California. Um, and I won't go into too much detail about that on this episode just because I have a future episode coming out that dives into this more. But It was totally magical and I literally just like bawled my eyes out the whole time. (laughs) It was just everything I could have ever wanted my proposal to be. And I always thought that as a wedding photographer that the instant I got engaged, I would just be like superwoman and have my whole life together. But I was super, super wrong. Like, oh my gosh, I do not have my life together at all. I, (laughs) I actually was super relaxed and kind of the opposite of stress, so much in fact that I probably put things off longer than I should have, but I just really enjoy being engaged and soaking in all of that moment, so I wasn't in a big rush to just immediately start doing a bunch of stuff. Um, But one of the first things I will talk about is my experience with choosing the venue, because that was pretty much the first thing we did was reach out to venues. Um, We didn't set a date yet because I didn't really we didn't have like any special dates per se and 
I just knew that I wanted more of a fall wedding. So I was thinking October, but who am I kidding? Literally October is the busiest season for me as a photographer. So I quickly realized that that probably wasn't going to happen unless I wanted to not do any other weddings in October. Uh, so instead, we were just leaning more towards September. But honestly, if I found a venue that was that I was just totally obsessed with, um, I was just going to choose a date based on whatever availability that they had. And we looked at probably like three or four venues that we thought would fit the look we were going for. The first one we looked at, though, ended up being the one that we booked, and that is Kinship Ranch. Um, Kinship Ranch is a real working cattle ranch, and it's based in a little mountain town of Cromberg, California. And it's actually really close to where I went to college for equine studies, so I was pretty familiar with that area anyways. Um, and as a a photographer, there were kind of a few key things for me when it came to choosing a venue. One of those was have good lighting, good spots to take, golden hour photos and just photos in general, um, have a place with lots of natural light to get ready in, and a place that had a good coordinator. Now, the bride in me had a few additional requests. Um, I really wanted a long walk down the aisle. Um, I only get to do that one time in my life and I just want that moment to last so a 10 second walk just was not for me and any venues that I would see where the walk wasn't very long just instant turn off I already knew I didn't want it <laughs> that was like a really big priority for me um, another thing was I wanted it to be romantic and feel intimate even though we were going to have a fairly large wedding we've invited well, not officially invited, but we're going to be inviting 230 guests. Um, we sent out, yeah, there's there's about that many people on our guest list, I believe. But we're kind of expecting probably half of those people to not come. Um, but we are, I mean, if they do, like, we're going to have a pretty big wedding. So, um, I and I love that. Like, I just was never the let's go get hitched, just the two of us and you know, screw everybody else type of thing. Um, although a few times in this wedding planning process, I have definitely thought about it. But uh, no, I, I really want to be surrounded by everyone that we know and love. Um, but I do love that intimate feeling. So I'm really happy with our venue choice because it kind of gives us the best of both worlds. Uh, we decided to have our ceremony out in a pasture, which is a pretty big mountain view or has a pretty big mountain view in the background. Um, and that's all I really want to say about that, just because I want my guests to be surprised. But because we're having a ranchy, westerny wedding, uh, we just, we really wanted, I, I've, we're, neither of us are, what am I even saying? Neither of us are huge fans of, like, mountains, like, actual mountains being up in the mountains with, like, a ton of trees around. Like, yeah, sure, I like going to the mountains and stuff, but I really enjoy um like wide open spaces more than being surrounded by a ton of trees so trees not a priority to me uh but a cool view and a big open wide open field or pasture space was definitely important um and that was pretty much tyler's only request he's pretty easy he's a guy he's just like whatever i want pretty much but that was his like only real request for the ceremony was that he wanted again like a big open field with mountains in the background so mission accomplished another important thing for me was that we were going to get married somewhere that I could bring my horses because yes I am 100% that girl 
uh, that is going to be bringing my horses to the wedding and honestly I thought about bringing my dog but I think he's just going to be too much so that's that's going to be a no for me but I'll love him from a distance <laughs> and we'll have pictures of him or something. Okay now the moment you've all been waiting for drum roll please my wedding photographer dun 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 this has been the number one question that I have been asked for the past like however many months uh, it's been since September um this was so hard for me you guys I seriously probably reached out to a hundred photographers and I felt a ton of pressure and a lot of judgments and I had people tell me that their expectations were really high for me and I don't know I was just really surprised I guess at how how much I didn't feel the same way as they did like I I kind of assumed that there would be a lot of people wondering who I was going to pick being that I am a wedding photographer myself people were going to be wondering who I was going to pick and whatever but I just I don't know like I was never one of those people that like had a dream photographer I mean there was definitely like I have my top photographers that I really am inspired by but I wouldn't say that there was like one particular photographer in the world that I was like oh my gosh if this person can't be at my wedding like I'll die um so I reached out to so many photographers and also being in this industry it was really hard because I have a lot of friend photographers and I don't know I just I was kind of walking on this weird like thin ice of not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings if they didn't get picked and just I don't know so I kind of just decided to go like a completely different route and go to somebody that I have never really worked with before or met or anything like that um and so but I mean I was reaching out to people all over the country all over the freaking world it felt like and there were so many emails that I was sending back and forth and I know I didn't respond to probably everybody I'm sure there's photographers that I totally ghosted and I feel so bad because I am literally I know how that feels and I'm so sorry for listening to this and you are one of the photographers that I ghosted I just it was really hard for me to keep track of all these things okay <laughs> it was a lot but anyways so um I felt more pressure from other people and that started to stress me out so I ended up having to take a break after a while and just take a break from looking at photographers and kind of go in a different direction and then come back to it so I uh did that and lo and behold my girl Leela Spiva showed up and I probably just <laughs> said her name kind of funny because I was totally convinced that I was saying her name right and apparently I've been saying it wrong the whole time so it's Leela Spiva and I really hope that's true and that I'm saying it right um I thought it was Layla but I'm sorry okay I literally messaged her on Instagram and was like please tell me how to say your name <laughs> and um anyways but she is so freaking talented and it turns out I was already friends with her on Facebook we actually have mutual connections so that was awesome and her tones are just so creamy and warm and beautiful and I knew I really wanted warm tones and I was having a hard time finding like somebody else that uh, offered the same style that she did and that like her style was immediately what I knew I was looking for and I had not seen anybody else that had it 
And so we jumped on a phone call, we talked, and oh my gosh, her personality is so in sync with mine. She is the sweetest person. I am so freaking stoked to have her as my photographer and have her be a part of our special day. It's just, it's going to be so fun and I just can't wait to like see what kind of magic she's going to create because she's so dang talented. Uh, so Leela, if you're listening to this, I, I just, I can't wait. I'm very, very excited. Um, and then a reminder just to anybody who's getting married, any brides or grooms that are in the process of choosing their wedding photographer, please just remember that followers really don't mean anything. Um, you know, I was looking at people that had 100,000 followers or more and at that point, to me, what I, I had to really look deep into my heart and I'm like, am I looking at these people because I think their work is really great or am I looking at these people because they're popular? And it was 100% that. Their work was not my favorite. I did not resonate with their work in the same way that I do with Leela's. And so I just think that that is so important to remember that followers don't mean anything. Followers do not determine skill level, uh, talent, or experience or anything like that. Um, so I would say love their work and if you love their work, then once you talk to them or you should talk to them, get on a phone call or something and base it off of your connection with them and how they present themselves because if you're like a super outgoing bubbly person and you want your photographer to be the same way and they're not, you're going to remember that. So I think your, your photographer, since they're going to be with you like all day long, you guys got to be super connected with each other and and get along and feel like you could be besties outside of, you know, just your wedding day. And I 100% feel that with Leela. So very, very excited um, for that. So that's kind of my journey, though, so far with photography. I haven't done an engagement session with her yet just because it's been cold and it's winter and I want to wait until it gets a little warmer and uh, I can wear cuter clothes. So... <laughs> We're going to wait for that, but very excited. Probably one of my favorite parts of wedding planning so far has been dress shopping. Uh, that was kind of the really, or the real first moment that I felt like a bride. Um, everything else was just a lot of planning and kind of getting things lined up, but actually going and trying on wedding dresses is pretty surreal. And um, I just, I don't know, I love that feeling. It was very fun. And I just took my mom because I honestly didn't want a lot of opinions. <laughs> I really only care about my mom's opinion, to be honest. And I wanted to make sure that we both just loved it. And it's been something that we've been talking about since I was a little girl. So it was a really special day to get to go and try on dresses. Um, but I was honestly really surprised that I found the one as fast as I did. I really just assumed that I would go to like 20 different stores or something. And I had totally convinced myself on the day that we went that I wasn't going to find the one, that I was just looking, that we'd go another day in another place. And I was so wrong. I went to two shops and the second shop I found the one that I wanted and I don't know but it, even then it I really got in my head because I've I've asked brides I mean for as long as I've been a wedding photographer I always ask them is it everything that you think it's going to be when you try on wedding dresses like you just you know like as soon as you put it on you know it's the one and I feel like a lot of people say yes and I really got in my own head about that and I just thought like oh my gosh I'll cry the second I put it on and it's, it's not totally like that, but they're not totally wrong either. I think I got in my head and I hesitated a little bit 
because of what I do as a wedding photographer, I have seen hundreds of wedding dresses and I was really trying to look for one that I've never seen before or like a style that I've never seen before and I don't really know what that meant to myself um so I really just I got in my own head about it and um nothing that I tried on looked super unique but when I did put on the one that I bought I immediately loved it and my mom's reaction just said everything to me and then she put a veil on me and everything and oh I yeah I cried and got all choked up and everything like it's it's a very surreal moment to see yourself like that um and now that I've bought it like I bought it and then came home and wanted to try it on again and see it at home in my own space and I I really loved it all over again and every time I look at it now I have some pictures on my phone and when I look at it now versus every other wedding dress that I see on like the internet I just I know I made the right choice because I love it so much and every time I see it I love it more and more and more so um if you're if you're kind of in the same boat I think I don't I guess I don't really have any tips for you necessarily but you should really love the dress that you're putting on and if you don't love it then don't feel pressure to have to buy it my biggest regret is that I'm I'm just not even regret but I'm just sad that I don't get to go and shop again for wedding dresses because I already have one and I can't even go for fun because a lot of places right now are charging you like a $50 fee just to go in and try on dresses so anyway I don't get to go again but I'm so excited to put it on I literally I just cannot wait to wear it all right, so now we're going to dive into a little bit about the ceremony. Um, probably, I would say the ceremony is probably one of the most important parts of our wedding day um, because after all, that is literally the only reason we're all going to be there in the first place. Probably 75% of the wedding ceremonies that I go to are 10 minutes or less and that's totally fine if that's what you want, but I really want our ceremony to be at least 25 to 30 minutes. A lot of people, I don't know, they kind of just live for the party, live for the reception, but that just really isn't us. We know that this is a huge life change and we are vowing to love each other for the rest of our lives. It's a really, really big deal and I do not take that lightly. And I want that moment where we become man and wife to be really intimate and beautiful and done before God. And Tyler's grandfather is a pastor and he's going to be our officiant. So that's really, really special too. We're going to have lots of prayer, a unity branding ceremony, and other sweet moments that I don't really want to spoil by talking about them too much, but I'm very excited for that that moment and I I'm definitely more excited for the ceremony than even the reception I just can't wait for that whole moment of walking down the aisle and seeing Tyler and just oh, it makes my heart feel all fluttery <laughs> For our reception though, I haven't really at this point figured out too many details yet, but I do have some tips for other brides and that is to make sure that you have time for golden hour photos. Like if your ceremony is, you know, in the summertime or the fall when sunset is later in the evening, um, your ceremony, I don't even know what I just said. Your ceremony is probably earlier in the day, like let's say three o'clock or four o'clock or something. And sunset probably isn't until like 7.30 if it's, you know, like in the, 
uh, spring or summer or something. So make sure you're saving time for those golden hour photos after dinner or after speeches or you just wherever it fits, but squeeze it in there. You really only need 10, 15 minutes to go do this and it is so worth it. Those are the photos that you're gonna like hang on your wall and that I guarantee you'll be the most obsessed with because you just can't beat that pretty golden sunsetty light. Another tip that I have is to make sure that you actually eat a piece of your own wedding cake or whatever your dessert is. I I don't know. I mean, I love dessert and I want to be a fat kid on my wedding day and eat the cake. And I feel like if you want to come talk to me, then come talk to me on the dance floor because I also want to dance at my own wedding. So come shake your booty with me and come say hey while we dance because I I will probably go from table to table at first but after that like let's go get down on the dance floor and another uh thing that we want to do is also have like an official exit at our wedding um I don't really want to stay around until just until time's up and the music stops and then everybody's just like okay that's it bye um I want like a grand exit or however you want to call it these are typically like sparkler exits or something but we can't have sparkler exit just because where the venue is and we don't want to start a wildfire (laughs) but um I'm trying to come up with some creative ideas to how to like you know dip out of our wedding day with my new hubs so if you have any good ideas for exits that don't involve sparklers let me know you can send me a message on instagram that would be greatly appreciated i have a few ideas i know there's like confetti and bubbles and things like that but it's also going to be dark outside so i just i don't know if it'll even show up that much but we'll see Now I would like to talk to you guys about just a few expenses that I didn't know about when planning my own wedding. Um, As a wedding photographer, I mean, there's a lot of tips and tricks that I could give brides about so many different things, but I'm kind of just coming at this from my experience as a bride instead of a photographer, and I did not know how much some of these things cost, and it's really crazy when you think you have like a you know a decent sized budget how fast all that stuff goes away it's just it's really crazy so um flowers are very expensive like having real flowers at your wedding and just all the different things that you can put flowers on it really adds up so fast and another one is how much it costs to actually feed people like holy cow I did not realize it costs so much money to put food on everyone's plate and uh I don't know. I'm very convinced that we're just going to have street tacos at this point because paying like $50 a plate just ain't my jam. (laughs) I'm, I don't know. (laughs) That's just, that ain't me, sis. Um, another one that I didn't know how much was, uh, postage for like save the dates and for, I don't know, invites. I haven't had to pay for the invites yet, but, I did mail out all our save the dates and it was like $70 in postage, which was crazy to me. I just can't believe how much it costs to like send an envelope to somebody. Uh, So that adds up really quickly. As I mentioned earlier, the bridal dress shop had a fee that was $50. So if you don't like that dress or if you don't choose a dress from their store, then you you're just out that money. Um, And then all the other tiny little things like plates and napkins and silverware and all the little decor I mean it all just it doesn't seem like much at first and then all of a sudden everything just adds up so quickly so 
I highly, how I've been keeping track of everything is spreadsheets on like a Google Doc so I can access it on my computer and on my phone or wherever I am. I also have a notebook that I write things down in, but I would make a spreadsheet and put down like all the vendors, maybe guesstimate how much you think they're going to be in the beginning. Um, you could kind of get some quotes from people that have been married in the past and maybe try to get a rough estimate on how much this stuff's going to cost. And then from there, you know, you can have something that says how much you actually paid them or how much, you know, is due for a deposit or a retainer. And then from there, like when the balance is due and how much that is and all that kind of stuff, just to keep yourself on track, because it's a lot. You're you're signing a lot of contracts and you are sending a lot of money to a lot of different places. So um, it's just kind of it's really hard to keep track of it if you're not organized. So I would highly suggest making a spreadsheet or keeping track of it somehow. And the very last thing that I really want to touch on today is the, I kind of briefly mentioned this earlier, but the Western wedding stigma that has been kind of put on this industry and that I've felt um, when, since I've been getting engaged. And I felt this pressure to have some magazine cover wedding when in reality, that's just not me. That's not really who I am and that's not my goal. Yes, I want pretty things. Um... However, I consider myself two types of air quotes country, if you will, and the cowgirl kind that has like scuffed up boots, wears t-shirts, all that kind of stuff. That's me probably most days, but there's this other side of me that... I don't know, is like the Taylor Swift fairy tale girl, the one who wants to wear like this big floofy dress and my cowboy boots and frolic through a field and just, I don't know, I, I just feel like there's like two different sides of me and I'm on two completely different spectrums here. Like part of me wants cowhide and leather and the other part of me wants butterflies and rainbows. <laughs> Tyler's probably like, absolutely not. Um, but let's just make something clear that you know no part of my wedding and if you're a bride or somebody getting married or maybe you're you know not married yet or getting married but you will be eventually no part of your wedding like should be decorated or should be created to fit an image just whatever image that you're trying to put off um it should be 100% who you are as a person and who you are as a couple and absolutely everything is a real and true representation of who I am and who Tyler is at our wedding. And we know our roots and we know who we are. And we know that deep down, um, you know, we don't think we need to use our wedding as a statement piece per se. Um, and so if you're feeling pressure, if you're somebody who is feeling pressure from a mom or a family member or a friend or whoever, um, just be true to yourself. And it's okay to, if you want all the bougie things and, and to make it super fancy and elegant and, and that's who you are and that's what you want to do, like do that. Absolutely, girl, like go for it. But if that's not what you want, then don't let anybody else talk you into doing something you don't want to do because this day is about you guys. It's not about everybody else. It's about the commitment that you guys are making to each other. So that's kind of my little last minute um, pep talk for you guys. Let that be a lesson for all you brides-to-be. Do whatever the heck you want. People are probably going to judge you either way. <laughs> so um that's kind of all I really have. I know this episode was maybe like formatted weird compared to all my other previous episodes. I feel kind of scramble-brained talking about this right now because I'm just not 
probably where I should be, honestly. What is life? How do you plan something that is so large? And also work full time and do all the other things. So um, it's been kind of a crazy road, but I'm so excited for September to finally get here and to finally marry the man of my freaking dreams. I'm so excited. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure you leave a review um, and, you know, go tell me how great this is on Apple Podcasts because I'll really appreciate it and it helps me so, so much. Also, you can hang out with us in the Facebook group. Um, It is the Branded Cowgirl Podcast and it is exclusive to listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl Podcast. Um, Yeah, there's just, there's all kinds of fun places. So um, let me know what you guys think in my latest post that I'm posting today. Um, what you thought of this episode. If you guys have any bridally advice or tips for me, you can drop them there or shoot me a message. And I can't wait to talk to you guys more. And I will see you guys in the next one. Later.